Ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? Ooh, heaven is rated PG. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hello, hello. Happy 2019. 2019. Whoop, 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 whoop. And that song, that was Belinda Carlisle, right? Uh, I think so. We had these shell gasoline, like, made mixtapes, basically, that you got <laughs> if you bought enough gas. <laughs> And that song was on one of them, and we heard it a lot because it was one of like four cassettes in the car. So your parents are big fans. That's totally the, fine. The biggest. Totally fine. Hi everybody, I'm Melissa Pressman. I'm Benji Pressman, and this is Rated PG. Welcome. Like I said in the song, so if you weren't listening, uh, go fuck yourself. So, <laughs> <laughs> dropping it right at the beginning. It is a new year. Here we are with. New apps. We were putting out some oldies, but goodies. Yeah. So we could get a little break. And by break, I mean spend a lot of quality time with our children. Oof. It was it was a long two weeks. <laughs> Longer for you than for me. Nathan is five. Liam and Charlie are two. Very close to three. And very three nagery. I think they're they're trying to break our souls in half, like over their knee. It's a real battle of wills in this house. <laughs> like They're just like, oh, what was this joy you had? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get into it a bit later, but it gave uh, our current uh, child rearing experiences gave me a slightly different perspective on this movie. Did, <laughs> did it? Oh, and... Um, they got, uh, we had some changes in the household. Uh, we got bunk beds, mm-hmm. which were very large. They, they came in and we bought, we bought the full size one. And I don't know, in my head, I was like, this isn't that big. It's, it's really, it's ginormous. It's almost, it's almost queen sized bunk beds. Yeah. It, you know, that's, that's my, my problem. I guess. We did not measure. We didn't measure anything. We were just like, yeah, 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 we'll just buy this. And then (laughs) it showed up and Nathan just was right away was like, my room's not cool anymore. I have to sleep in here. And we're like, okay, but that means you're sharing a room and this is what it means. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So they're all in a bedroom together. I mean, they all sleep, so it's working, and we got another yeah. room. So three kids in one room freed up a room. Means we get a true office space. Actually dedicated office, which... With Nathan's Legos. Yeah. It's it's our very, you know, I work from home. It's my official workspace. You do a lot of work in the office. And it's Nate's Lego studio. <laughs> so, you know, that's fine. It's fine. So what did we watch this week, my love? We watched Captain Underpants, the Mm. first epic movie. Uh, The description on IMDb, two overly imaginative pranksters named George and Harold hypnotize their principal into thinking he's a ridiculously enthusiastic, incredibly dim-witted superhero named Captain Underpants. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. And so we at first read some of these books with Nathan. I did that on purpose because the movie was going to be coming out and he really wanted to see the movie. Like he was already getting excited about it. And I, I didn't want to be living in a space of that 
the only entertainment he knew was movies. The uh, film and TV variety. Yeah. And so I was like, I know these books exist, so we're going to read some just so he knows, like, that this world exists. And so we started to, like, check them out from the library, and he really got into it, into, like, reading the books, and they were chapter books. And I get, at the time, was he already four? I can't remember. Well, this came out in 2017, and you guys saw it in theaters. Yeah. So, I mean, he turned four right at the end of that year. Yeah. So it probably wasn't four yet. Yeah. So, and he got really into him, which is, you know, sometimes you don't know if it's going to hold someone's attention, but then he would love, he had a red cape and yep. he would run around in underwear <laughs> and be really captain underpants. <laughs> he loved being captain underpants. Um, and the books are, I think they're really, they're, they're well very, done. They're clever. Um, they're funny. They're, the right level of humor for little kids. Yeah. And there's always like these little things like thrown in there for parents or for adults who are reading the books to the kids that like, just like little like there's jokes, like he randomly like, like a teardown of like Fox news in one of them, <laughs> which I enjoy. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. They're just like weird, like little things that would go over a kid's head. They're not like thinking about those things. So, and I do think, like you could see this movie without having read any of the books. Yeah, but it, no, it doesn't require it does, like the. It does make things a little richer. But it do, and I do think that the books have a pretty strong following, and I do think that they tried to stay somewhat true to the book itself because there are drawings in the books. Yeah. So and the, even the animation is very similar to the drawing that's in the book. For sure. And, and I think in the books. You knew something about the author, but his own experiences of the education system definitely shape his viewpoint as an author. Yes. Because uh, he does not have a lot of respect for the administration or teachers at the school. Um, yeah, and I think what it is is that it, it feels like uh, in every book, George and Harold are sort of up against this world where creativity is sort of shat upon. Like, we don't do that here. And and apparently... That's a, that is a, a thing that it happens. Like, the first programs to get cut are arts programs yeah. always, right? But he... Um, like he he puts like his author notes like in the back of the book or whatever like this is about Dave Pilkey and uh, apparently I I say Dave but is it Dav because it's D A V I don't I'm not sure so apologies Mr Pilkey if we're saying your name wrong um because he listens he's a huge fan the biggest huge fan um so he <laughs> but I guess he got into a lot of trouble in school and then he would have to go sit out in the hallway and he would draw comic books. And that's where, like, his sort of beginning, his his origin story. So, and that's what George and Harold do. They create comic books. Yep. Um, so, it's uh, George Beard, Harold Hutchins, and... George wears a tie, and Harold has a bad haircut? Right? Is that the I way so, they yeah. always do the intros? Yeah, I think so. Um, so, it, the the movie opens with us getting the origin story of Captain Underpants. Um, and it's this whole thing about, so it's the comic and it's in 
the like style of drawing that the comics are done in the books. Right. And it's a very clearly a, a Superman-ish ripoff. Right. And they're like, so <laughs> he's like in his planet of like where everyone's in underwear all the time. And then the planet starts to blow up. So they get rid of him. They slingshot well, him They don't get un- rid of him. Underwear. They, they try to save him. So he ends up on Earth. He's adopted by dol- dolphins. Yeah. Harold. So part of the setup is that George, who's Kevin Hart, does the voice, mm-hmm. uh, is the writer. And Harold, who's Thomas Middleditch, is the illustrator. And Harold's always slipping dolphins into the drawings. Yes. Um, and then... Uh, he gets big and then he saves people and that's what he does. And he can fly and do all these things. And he says, tra-la-la. Without getting wedgies and stuff like that. Um, and then we get introduced to the principal, Mr. Krupp, who is not nice at all. No, he's a real, he's just a real jerk. Like they're on recess drawing a comic and then he just comes and rips it up. Yeah, and then he's like, you need to come to my office. Like, he just hates, he hates fun. He hates everything. And then they, like, show all this stuff that he did. And at one point, they were like, and he, like, was it he killed kittens or puppies or something? And it was, like, censored. Yeah. I don't remember. But then they were like, did that really happen? And he was like, I don't know, but I'm just really mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> so he has them in the office the principal's office and then he's got like crazy pictures up of like discipline and they're like those inspirational posters like if you um how i met your mother barney's office always had them where it was oh yeah ambition performance but these are just like really horrible unhappy there was like one where like an ant was gonna get crushed by a shoe (laughs) (laughs) and then it was just and it's like it said on the desk like fun stops here and so they go in and they're like well what's going on and then he goes to shut the door and it's like this crazy like automatic door. And they're like, wow, that's, that's an expensive door. And he was like, yeah, it was between that door or the arts and and music program. So I think I made the right choice. But if really (laughs) a principal whose like door becomes a a windowless steel door seems very, yeah, I don't think that's good, but that's not a good place to be. No. So then like he wants to know, like, he, the sign outside's been changed, and he wants to know, he's like, I know you guys did it. And they're like, do you have proof? And he's like, no, but, like, and I know you did it. It's a running gag in the books, and it's always, I think it's always, like, armpits or farts. or Yeah, like, like they're always, like, changing, like, like the the menu or the, the school sign outside, out front or whatever. Um, and then he starts talking, like, I know you've done all these other pranks, like, you've been doing this, so they, like, Scan through all the pranks. <laughs> and some of them, they got pretty bananas. Yeah. I mean, what they pulled off. And they're like fifth graders, maybe fourth or fifth grade. They're like fourth grade. Very creative. Very creative. But this is this. I don't get into this now. This is the thing that based on our recent time of our children just being real butts. Uh, like if if he's contacted their parents and their parents haven't done anything about it, because Look, yeah, he sucks. All the teachers at the school suck. It's yeah. not a good educational environment, but they're like destroying property and yeah, no, and doing being really disruptive. So, you know, if this is getting reported to the parents and the parents aren't doing anything, there's something on the parents there too. Oh, and I right? think I was a little more, slightly more sympathetic to that viewpoint, just because our children have been kind of terrorizing us. I mean, I do sort of feel like I can. 
like that we've gotten to that level of Mr. Krupp principally because like, <laughs> it'll just be like they just sort of like laugh and we're like, shut up. <laughs> You're just like, where's this coming from? <laughs> there is no fun in this house. Yeah. <laughs> like, you killed the joy. <laughs> it's just like, but they're just, oh, anyways, I don't want to get into it right now. <laughs> so then, <laughs> so there's lots of pranks. So he he has to let them go because he has no proof. But he's like, I'm going to get you. And did you notice that there were plaques reserved for George and Harold outside of his office? Yeah, because they go there at the principal's office all the time. So they're out walking around and they're like, look, this is basically like he's left us no choice. We have to do this. Like the kids in the school are so depressed. Like we this is our way of just sort of bringing some sort of joy into this whole experience. And there's like doing it for the children. And there's like kids who are like marking days off like they're in prison. And one kid just like goes into the locker and is like, whatever. There's like a bunch of kids who just hang out in their lockers at this school. And then uh, they start to like they're in a classroom uh, we also get introduced to Melvin, who is like the super smart kid. But he also is a killjoy, and he's always upset that people aren't like just focused on school the way he is. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't love that, and then he just doesn't get any of the jokes. Like they'll be like, he's like, I don't know why this is funny. So then um, we also get the origin of how George and Harold met. Um, and they have been best friends since kindergarten. And what got them together was they were learning about the planets. And they got to Uranus, which made them laugh. And then the teacher said it was a gas giant, which made them laugh even harder. I mean, and, that's good stuff. Comedy gold. And now they're best friends. And it turns out, we find out later, that they live next door to each other. Yes. So that helps too. Um, and everybody's like excited. Like, it's the weekend. It's going to be great and then the teacher I think principal Krupp makes an Krupp announcement. makes an announcement that they have to come in on Saturday for like an all day invention convention thing from like 8 a.m. till 9 to 9 p.m. which again and, the and teacher, even the teachers the pissed teachers off. aren't happy about it like I don't think anybody's happy with the way this thing's being run so they go to the whole thing and well they wake up and they're like singing a whole song about Saturday and how awesome it is, and they get to do whatever they want, and everybody's having the. the and then like, Harold's this like, "It's great day. You can even, I can even pee in my underwear a little, and nobody cares." And then George's like, "What?" And he's like, "Well, no, it's just it's just a song. I, I could do it. That's all I'm saying." And they're like, "I love Saturday." And then, and neither of them are good singers. And then the parent. <laughs> somebody's mom, I can't remember whose house. George's mom. Was just like, don't forget about the invention convention. They're like, what? And then it was just like, everything turned like, because there were like birds singing yeah. and the animals were all friendly. And then like this cat attacks the bird, the dog attacks the cat. And, and then, then it starts just, raining. Like, starts pouring rain. <laughs> so everybody goes and they're there. And the only one with inventions is Melvin. Like nobody else has entered anything into this thing. He has 17 inventions. So they're everybody's bored. They're having a horrible time. So then George and Harold are like, "All right, let's let's do this." And so they go and they mess with the toilet invention. Yeah, it's like a I don't know what it's supposed to do. Yeah, I can't remember, but, but it, it, they sabotage it so it ends up like shooting rolls of toilet paper everywhere and, like, and like, playing like playing disco music. music and everybody's like dancing and having the best time and and they're all like having fun and then that was when Mr. Krupp 
said something, I think. I don't know. I don't remember. But the point is, we end up back in the principal's office and... Melvin had basically made a nanny cam. And it's the Tattle Turtle. And they now have them on tape that they did this particular deed. And he was like, that's all I need. I got this. Now you guys are going to be separated. Like, you can't be in a class together anymore. And this is where they're like, are you going to tell our parents? It's like, no, they're obviously terrible. So why would I bother? Yeah, no. Don't worry about it. Like, they're not going to handle this the way it needs to be handled. I'm separating you guys. That's what's happening. So then they're, like, freaking out, and they have a whole thing. Like, this weird, like, sock puppet fantasy. Yeah, it was interesting. Because then that goes into, like, real, like, sock puppetry. Like, not just, like, the animation. So there's, like, two kinds of animation and sock puppets in this movie. Yeah. But only once the sock puppet. Yeah, just open. once, but still. So they have this whole thing about like how horrible it would be to be separated and da da da, and they have to get the towel turtle back. So they go, and they're waiting for for him to like put the turtle down, and that we get in, introduced to the lunch lady Doris. Is it or Dolores? Edith. Was Edith. She, Maybe that's it. Because I think it was Christian Shaw was doing the voice. Like because Christian Shaw's listed as. Being Edith. So okay, I think, so then I guess that's the lunch lady. Yeah. So, you know, it is clear that she has a thing for Mr. Krupp, and Mr. Krupp possibly has a thing for her. They're very awkward people. Um, And then he, like, goes after her to, like, she forgot to give him, like, the tuna fish casserole. That's what she made, I think. And then they're like, okay, now's our chance to go in. So they, to <laughs> to get the, um, the, like, the secretary... Yeah. They, they call her up they're like, and they're like, if you want to win a billion dollars, just stay on the line. And she's like, okay. And they just put the phone down next to like a boom box or transistor like radio. Old music. And she's just sitting there. So then they go in and they're like trying to find it. They can't find it. They find a drawer full of all their stuff and they find this like old hypno ring that got taken that never even came out of the package. And then Mr. Krupp comes in and he's like, looking for this. And he's got the tattle turtle like, like taped to his leg. Strapped to his leg. Like and a he's crazy like, person. we've gotten very close. We've even been in the shower. And the turtle cries. <laughs> <laughs> and then there, he's like, that's it. This is happening. And he goes to sign it. And Harold's like, George, do something. And so he puts on his hypno ring and he's like, I'm going to hypnotize you. And, and it's like, like please. this whole thing. And it's like, it looks like the pits of Mordor where the ring, like Lord yeah. of the Rings stuff was fashioned or whatever. Yeah. But it, it was a plastic ring. Yeah. So he goes to do it and he's like, oh yeah, like that's going to work. He's like, you're going to get sleepy. He's like, I'm not going to. And they hypnotize him. And then they start making him do things like. Be a chicken. Be a chicken, be a, a dog, gorilla. all these things. And then they're like, oh my God, let's make him Captain Underpants. Because it is clear he looks a, like a yes. lot like Captain Underpants. So they make him Captain Underpants and then he jumps out of a window. Yeah, he and like, like, oh God. Throws his clothes off, grabs a curtain, wraps it on like a cape, and yeah. then just jumps out the window. In a classic like cartoon, just the shape of Mr. Krupp through yeah. the window. Because in a way, they were like, this is amazing. And they're like, oh crap, because he doesn't actually have superpowers yeah but when he's captain underpants he thinks he does yeah and i think and it is clear from the books that mr krupp has read all of their like comics after he's confiscated them yes like he so he is familiar with the details so then we learn to like he does this whole thing he battles a Monk, like inflatable, inflatable gorilla. monkey thing, gorilla thing. I don't know. The moment so, I liked was when he would goes like he's pretending. He's like you see him. It looks like he's flying, but yeah. he's on like a 
glass elevator in the outside oh, yeah. building, just standing in his underwear with his arm, just going like, and there's like two people in there who are very nicely dressed, just like frantically tapping a button, <laughs> trying to like to get, get out. out. <laughs> yeah. So he keeps calling them his sidekicks. And then what we learn is when water gets on him, he goes back to Mr. Krupp. But when they snap their fingers, he turns into Captain Underpants. So then they're like, well, problem solved. Like, we'll just make him Captain Underpants. Yeah. And we control the principal. Captain Underpants can't separate us. Won't separate us. So the paper will never be signed. So then they're like, uh, yeah, but while you're here, like, you have to wear clothes. Like, that needs to be undercover. You have to, in order for this to work, you have to wear clothes. So then uh, they walk in. Like in their like duds. Yeah, it's like mm, boom, boom. And they're like, ooh, yeah. What was that from Ferris Bueller's? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this is very interesting. And like, everybody's like, oh my god, that's so cool. I'm, uh, it just made me realize, like, I've always wanted to have like a dance entrance. It wasn't really dancing. Well, they had music. like a cool walk, like, yeah, it, you know, it was kind of like a uh, Saturday Night Fever, just like just walking. Just <laughs> yeah, okay. So then they, for whatever reason, I can't remember what happened. The science teacher left. So they needed to hire a new science teacher. And this gentleman comes in and Captain Underpants hires him. Like he, because. Yeah. And this guy is questionable from the jump. He's like, pro, he's a professor, but he doesn't like kids. He doesn't like that. Like he goes over he's all like this stuff. He's like pulling an axe out of his bag. His past, like, past job was like existential despair or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was just like all this like stuff where it's like, so you've never been a teacher. He's like, ah, checks out. You're hired. <laughs> so he's like, and he's teaching his class and he's like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get rid of laughter. Yeah. That's my and he's thing. This like Germanish voice. Yeah. And voiced by Nick Kroll, who I felt was the only one really doing something interesting. Like Kevin Hart and... You mean like doing like a, a voice or voice. just like a performance? Like nobody, yeah. like at, everybody else was fine, but it, they didn't really like. It could have been anybody, right? Yeah. Like it didn't need to be Kevin Hart. He didn't bring anything extra to it. Yeah. Uh, same with Ed Helms. Like I didn't think anybody was really doing anything crazy, but I thought Nick Kroll was very good. You didn't think uh, Captain Underpants was was fun? I thought he was fine, but like I don't. It, it's one of those things where it's like. You don't need an Ed Helms to do that. You could get somebody I don't know, and it wouldn't. Ma- I don't think it would have made a difference. You're just staring at me. Well, because the thing is, like, if you got someone not Nick Kroll who just did that accent, it wouldn't matter, right? Well, I think he had more of a performance than everybody else. That's my opinion. I'm okay. sticking to it. Okay, whatever, dude. I love you, Nick Kroll. <laughs> That's weird. Okay, so then they are like, well, what do we do about this guy? Like, we got to figure out. He's He won't tell us. He just writes his name up on the board as Professor P, and he won't, like, say anything. They're like, well, we have to figure this out. So they walk into the office. They didn't realize that Mr. Krupp was back because he'd gotten wet. Yeah. And they're just, like, sitting on the desk doing all this stuff, and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's like, Hello? Can you hear me? <laughs> like he's freaking out because they're just in there, like going, like riffing, like trying to decide what to do. And they're like, "Oh, you're not Captain Underpants." And they like snap their fingers. He turns into Captain Underpants. They get his file, 
And then they find out his name is Professor Poopy Pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a villain in the books. And yeah. he sort of alludes to this a little bit later, but they give more of his backstory in the book. And he just comes from a place where everybody's got names like that. Yeah, so like it's just like, like crazy names. They're just, everybody's like Poopy Pants or like Peepy Farts and like that's just everybody's names. Because in the book... He's from some like weird European country. I can't remember which, if it's the first book that he's in or the second one, because he shows up twice. Um, But they have like a whole thing, like if this is your, like pick the first and last letters of your name and then you can make a name like Professor Poopy Pants. Mm -hmm. And um, (laughs) I can't remember what it was, what our last name was. (laughs) But it was funny. Yeah, but we did it. We, We did like everybody's name and... Obviously, we all had the same last same name. Same last name, yeah. Because um, we're a family that all has the same last name already. Yeah. So then he's just like, okay, so this is great. Like, this is what we do. Um, and then we cut to that they have, like... They they made a comic. Did, did the comic book come first? So he we see Professor Poop Pants walking down the hall, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, there's a couple kids giggling at him, and he's like, what? Why? And he hates laughter. Yes, very We've much. We've already established so. this. So he's like, what's going on? And they like, he gets the comic book from them, right? No, from inside. Like, they're from other kids. And he's right, like, what's but, well, going on? From the girls Melvin. he meets he in, gets it from Melvin. Well, the girls he meets in the hall, he just like opens his briefcase and there's a giant cage. And he yeah. just puts the girls in a cage. It's he's like, like, get in it. And she's like, and they're like, why? He's like, because I have a cage and a briefcase. <laughs> like, that was his reasoning. So then he goes into the cafeteria and there, everybody's like laughing, and he's like, "What's going on?" And then it was Melvin who yeah. gave him the comic, and he's like, "Well, what's so funny?" He's like, "I don't know. You tell me. Like, I don't get it." So he's looking. He's like, oh, "Professor no, Poopy Pants," and then he, he has a flashback, and I guess he was going to win the Nobel Prize for inventing stuff. It was the Nobel Peace Prize for inventing stuff. Oh, the Nobel. And Peace he Prize. made a a shrink ray, shrink ray enlarging ray. Yeah, and he was like, "I can." Like solve traffic and world hunger all with one device. Well, he didn't say world hunger. He or just he just said like he, look at the size of this hot, hot dog. dog. <laughs> You're gonna need a lot of mustard. Like he didn't. So then, <laughs> so they go to give him the award, and somehow, even though I'm sure you had to like vote on this, that no one had seen his name. Right, before. nobody had seen his name. So when the lady hands it to him, she starts just like chuckling. She's like, "Am I saying this right, Professor Poopy Pants?" Like. Yes, I don't get it. It's a very he, common name. He's like, yeah, that's my name. That's Everybody has a name like that. And then they all, the whole audience is laughing, this whole thing. And then he just like freaks out and goes crazy. He shrinks the lady. And she's like, oh, make me big again. He's like, yeah, why don't you invent your own right? And leaves. So now, oh, excuse me. He's freaking out. He's like going like a crazy nut, nut man. And then... He's he doesn't know what to do. He goes out to the principal. He's like, you got to do something he's about like, this. We've got to fix this. And and, he, for, and it's still Captain Underpants. He's like, well, this is this is history. We have to teach this to everybody. He's like, this is amazing. Look at this. And then he's like, I don't. I thought we were going to be on the same page <laughs> yeah. about this. And he's like, eh, I think it's great. So then he's like, whatever. And he goes to leave and gets hit by a car three times because comedy's best in well, threes. First, he like reads ahead and sees that they mention right does he oh melvin like like because he, he sees that they're like in the comic yeah the character professor poopy pants wants to stop the world from laughing and he gets assistance from uh 
like no humor boy or yeah, something like that, Melvin. which is Melvin. And then he's like, oh, you might have just given me the answer I needed. Yeah. But this, then he gets hit by three different cars. And it's like people, yeah, he shouldn't stand on the street. But like people in this town, like, don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy is best in threes. And at one point he like yells at some car and he's like, you heard Professor Poopy Pants. He's like, Poopy Pants. <laughs> like we hear the guy. <laughs> <laughs> laughing as he speeds away. Um, And then we cut back to George and Harold. They're like, what would you do if you controlled your principal? And then there's a fart symphony. Yeah. Which was amazing. The, um, was that the 1812 called? overture? Yeah. With the whoopee cushions. Yeah. I mean, my one quibble there is, have you ever had a whoopee cushion use one? Yeah. They don't like they're one shot. Then you got to fill them back up. Right. You have to refill them. But they were just like jumping on and off. You know, whatever. Movies. It's fine. Um, and then, then they go, they reopen the arts department, did a, you know, all this stuff, and they're drawn all day. And then they're like, what's going on? And so they go out, and there's like this huge carnival that Captain Underpants has set up. Because they said something like, we're just trying to bring joy back to these kids' lives. And he's like, got it. And he's like, right outside of the school. And they're like, we should do something like this isn't good. Like, we can't keep letting him do this and then we just see him like dump a bag of sugar on the kids and he's like sugar and they're like i want sugar and the kids are going nuts it's like like, like they're on crack crazy and they're like this was the worst decision ever and one of them's running circles i don't remember who I think but it was like george so much so that that he's like groove into the like ground yeah plus Kevin Underpants keeps finding ways to get wet, so they have to keep chasing him around and like yeah. snapping their fingers to to keep him to from, turn him back from like the, all the stuff happening. And then it starts raining, and that's it. Like yeah. they can't unsnap him or snap him back or whatever. So then um, they get separated. Like they're now going to be in separate classrooms. Like that's just what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Professor Poopy Pants is working with Melvin and he finds that he doesn't have the thing. Like there's a part of the brain where the, uh, humor is needed. Like, yeah. but he's like, a, he had said earlier, I keep trying to eliminate it, but apparently it's like necessary for survival, but Melvin doesn't have it. Yeah. So he's like, all right, great. I'm going to work with you. So he creates this whole like thing and he uses Melvin's toilet and they the enlarging make it big. Ring. Um, and but then, then they need power. But then it's like out of power. It's like, well, what do we do? So they go and they power it with leftovers from the cafeteria, which it's are like, like nuclear waste. <laughs> yeah, it, it's literally in a bucket of like it. It's glowing green yeah. in one of those metal yeah. containers. Yeah, which reminded me of this terrible zombie movie we saw back in the day, where we just went to like the I don't know photo drive up or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and we're just like, pick out a horror movie. And it was called Redneck Zombies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it started off where somebody was transporting like barrels of waste yeah. on the back of like an open Jeep yeah. and like hit a pothole and one of the barrels just rolled off and spilled. And then the rednecks made moonshine in it and then they all turned into zombies. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That checks out. Yeah. That's what those barrels make me think of. So then... <laughs> So they power the toilet and they go and they're like, he like calls all the kids to the window and then they like shoot this like ray. It's like connected to Melvin's head and yeah. it 
removes all of their sense of it, humor. It like turns off the whatever. The... So they basically turn into zombie kids and they're like, I don't get it. Why is that funny? And he's like, perfect. And then he's like, we got to find George and Harold. So then we cut to, they do the flipporama, which is something that they do in the books, like whenever they do like major battle scenes or anything right. like that. So like George and Harold have been separated for like an hour and then yeah. they come, they see each other and it's like, it's like the the notebook or something. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like crying and like, I thought we'd never see each other again. I know. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And then they get, and then yeah, Captain Underpants goes to take on this giant toilet. Yeah. But he's got no powers. He's got no powers. It's not going well. Um, but yeah, Flipperama. Well, that well, that's what happens. That, that the Flipperama is what happens with Ken, when Captain Underpants because they were like, "What are we gonna do?" And they're like, "Okay, we'll turn him into Captain Underpants because we need a distraction. He yeah. can't actually do anything, but if we can get up and like get Melvin, unhook Melvin, then we can like fix everything." So they do the flipperama where Captain Underpants is basically getting pulverized. And then they get up there and then Melvin's like, they're here. And so then he's like, great, I'm going to take care of you. He throws Captain Underpants into the toilet. Yeah, the like toilet just eats flush him. him. Um, and then uh, they're there and he's like looking and he's like spraying them with the ray and they're just laughing. And, and we like, find what's out what's going on. His full name is Pee Pee Diarrhea Sheen Pooper, Poopy Pants Esquire. So they keep laughing harder. And they're like, dude, you just can't laugh at yourself. This is hilarious. I wish I had funny names like this. And then. Um, Does that when he says, oh, really, Oprah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they said something like that. And he's like, oh, really, Oprah? <laughs> <laughs> so then <laughs> he's like, um, He's like, I don't understand. Like, why can't, why, why isn't this working? And he goes to look. He's like, everything looks normal. And he, then he like turns the scan, and their like laughter thing is like their entire brain. Yeah, they got and abnormally like, large laughing centers. Oh no! So then he's like turning the ray up really high, and then they're like, we got to keep laughing. We got to think of funny stuff. And they're like, oh, we can't. And then they turn into the zombies, but. Their brains are like telepathically linked or something. In in this like uh, in this place of being in this like zombie state, then Professor Poopy Pants is like, "Oh my god, this is great!" Because if I if I got these guys, I'm gonna get everybody, and yeah. I'm gonna go, and then I'm gonna go into the universe, and I'm gonna go. He starts thinking he starts bigger, naming planets, and he says Uranus, and then they're both like their brains are like talking. They're like. Uranus, and then they start laughing. It's just like kindergarten. And it grows, and then they're laughing again, which then like breaks the machine. Yeah, and like so, then like laughter saves the day, even though it's not completely over yet. But and then so that stops that. So then Melvin decides to bail because he's like extra credit or survival, and he picks survival. <laughs> Good for him. But Professor Poopy Pants still has a giant toilet robot. Yes, he does, and an enlarging shrinking ray thingy. But the toilet robot then. Because when it breaks, it like has a weird malfunction thing that happens, and then it starts doing like the disco music and shooting out yeah. the toilet paper. And when the toilet breaks, like the zombie kids are like the spells broken. They're freed as well. Um, and so then he's like, "I'm gonna capture you. I'm gonna do all this stuff." And he throws his lip balm at them, and he it, has six as he's lip throwing bombs. it, it like grows. And he yeah, and it makes like a cage around them. And they're like, "Oh God." Um, and while this is happening, Captain Underpants swallows the toxic sludge 
and gets real powers. Yeah. And then they show him and he's like super buff and all very strong. And then he comes out and he's like, oh, I feel it. And he's like flying. And then everything like settles and he's like back, back into his, his like weird man. He looks like a pear thing that he has and then so he's like going crazy and he's like trying to get him with his powers and but then he gets shrunk and there's a lot of things happening with the bigging and the shrinking and yeah professor poopy pants gets really big then harold's hand gets really big and then the school gets really small and he's gonna crush it and then captain underpants gets the school back and then Everybody ends up the right size, and then Professor Poopant's really small and escapes on a bee. Yeah, and then they're like, "Get him!" And <laughs> Captain Underpants is like, "Ah, oh, a bee!" and like smacks him. Yeah, away. just like <laughs> hits him really far away. So and then, then he, he sets the school away. down on its side. It was like yeah. wayside school. Yeah, um, and then so that is settled, and everyone is safe and whatever, um, except for the bird, which is still giant, and it was like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> made like this crazy noise. It was like this bluebird. <laughs> yeah, it was like a cute little like Tweety Bird, and then it got enlarged. Yeah, and that it didn't get small. Um, and then we're cut to like the treehouse, and George and Harold are both like, "We gotta, you know, let him go." Like as much fun as this was, he's kind of more work than he's worth. Like we just need Mister Crup back. So they break the hypno ring. And that sort of like breaks the thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then. Uh, and then he's like, why am I naked? Why am I in your treehouse? What's happening? He freaks out. So then he goes back and um, and then ultimately. They pull a clueless. They pull. Yeah. Then they set him up with the lunch lady and they're out on a date. And while they're out on a date. The toilets attack, which is also a book. Yeah, they're it's the, like the attack of the zombie toilets well, because or the killer toilets or something like that. For whatever reason, this town has a toilet recycling center. Yes, and they bring the giant toilet there. Nobody was brought in to dispose of the toxic sludge that was inside, powering the toilet. The toilet and yes, it spills and like all turns the all the regular come. toilets into yeah toilets who just go yum yum eat them up. And Nate really did that for a little while. Yeah, for so there's all this stuff going on. And it's crazy, and George and Harold are like freaking out. And then I can't remember who snaps. But well, somebody snaps. It's not them. Mr. Krupp snaps at the waiter. He's like, check, please. And then he snaps himself into being. Into being. Which they were surprised by because they thought when they broke the hypno ring that it was over. They were wrong. And then he comes flying out and he's like, sidekicks. And then and they're like, here we go again, which is how every book ends. Yeah. There's always like a lead into something. The next the next thing that's happening. The next epic adventure. And then it uh, song starts a uh, weird Al song. Yeah. And under, it, under, under pants. <laughs> and then we cut to the end before they go into like the credit credits yeah. is the lady. She's still on hold. <laughs> Yeah, and like once during the movie, they walk by her and they're like, she's still on hold. And they see her and they're like, oh my God, she's still on hold. So they go back on the phone on the other end and they're like, ma'am. And she's like, Whoa! and then the phone hangs up. Yeah. And she was like, no. And her glasses crack. <laughs> oh, man. It's a pretty silly movie. That's Captain Underpants. Yeah. And it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's a I think it's cute. I don't I enjoy watching it. I think there's like little bits and pieces every time I watch it. If you don't like toilet like not gross toilet humor, but just like pee pee and poo poo and things like that, 
probably not the right series of books or or uh, movie or for you. Perhaps parenthood isn't for you. Because it's just I all, don't know what to tell you. It's all farts and poops and peas. Oh man, there is so much fart right now in this house. Like that's like that's like Charlie's go-to move right now is to just like do fart noises. Did we talk about jingle farts on this podcast previously? I can't remember. But I don't know. They're apparently on Amazon Prime Music is a whole album of fart music. <laughs> and we found this out because Nate just said, Alexa. No, oh, I did. Oh, you did. <laughs> we were just like being silly. And I just was like, Alexa, play jingle farts. And then it did. <laughs> then it did. <laughs> the kids really like that. Oh, man. It's funny. Funny stuff. So, yeah, watch it. Enjoy it. And uh, as long as you're cool with that sort of crude yeah, and, you know, humor. Um, and be ready for your kids to want to run around in their underwear with capes on. Which I actually think is probably happening anyways. Yeah, I mean, and that's pretty Read fun. the books. Read the books with your kids. They're, they're very fun. They are a fun series. Yeah, they're the kinds of books that will get your kids, like, wanting to read. I, I think, think that that was a whole thing, too, was that it really got kids into reading, so... It's like Harry Potter, but with farts. Harry Farter. (laughs) (laughs) So check it out. You can also rate, review, subscribe Mm -hmm. on Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you find podcasts. Wherever you find them. But mostly on Apple Podcasts is where uh, I guess they decide if you're worthy or not. That's a big one. Yeah. So please, please, please so be super helpful in this new year. Let's, let's get us on some kind of chart. Yeah. <laughs> you can also find us through campfire media. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there are various go there and outlets. check out some of their other, um, podcasts. I listen to quite a few of them. So yeah, you might hear some promos enjoyable. if you listen all the way to the end of our podcast. Um, but you can also get to us on Twitter and Instagram at Rated PG Podcast, mm-hmm. which, P.S., we started doing stories. By we, Melissa means. <laughs> Melissa just started doing stories. I did. I don't do it. <laughs> or you can get to us on Facebook at PG Podcast. And we uh, look forward to hearing from y'alls. Yeah. Because it's fun. It's fun interacting with people. Yeah. What else do we got to do? Nothing, man. Yeah. It's just you and me. It's boring. <laughs> so <laughs> so we're back. It's exciting. It's a new year. New shows. New movies. Some of them good. Some of them real crap, guys. I, I, I can't lie to you. There's some real crap coming up. Real crap. I don't know if it's this month, but. No, I think this month's pretty good. It's coming. Yeah. Well. There's always going to be a Woody Woodpecker. That's all I got to say. Oh, man. And you know, kids aren't watching it. We ain't talking about it. TMZ E. MTV, Refinery29. What do all these companies have in common? They bring you celebrity news and they didn't hire me. You know I had to do it to them. That's why I bring to you Extra Extra on Campfire Media Podcasting Network. 
Extra Extra is a hot buffet of all the delicious celebrity news and gossip you want and need. According to me, because my opinion is the only one that matters, obviously, tune in every Tuesday as my guests and I share our unwanted and unfiltered opinions on all your favorite celebs. No celeb is safe. I'm looking at you, Mila Kunis. Listen now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Campfire.